Excuse me, Mr. Reyes. You finished scraping the gum off that lounger or what? Uh, everything right now feels so out of reach. You always land on your feet, bro. You're hymen. They don't get out much. <laughs> I just want to rap. Jenny? God, that hurts my life. But do not open it. You went in to get a shops, and all you brought back was a hamburger? Okay, I don't think it's a burger. You haven't looked? What the hell is that? How did you get it to do that? I think he likes me. It's on your face! Get it off! Get it off! Hey, What the? Host acquired. Who said that? It's okay, it's gonna be okay! Oh, my space. Free entry systems ready. This ain't what you want. This ain't what you want. What is going on? I just want to run. It's called the Scarab. It's some kind of world-destroying weapon. It's designed to protect its host. This ain't what you want. Sometimes it does what you want, and sometimes it doesn't. I, I think I cut a bus in half. The Scarab chose you. But it belongs to me. The love you feel for your family makes you weak. I just wanna rap. The universe has sent you a gift, and you have to figure out what you're gonna do with it. Whatever you can imagine, I can create. Let's party. Nice choice. I just want to rap. Whoa. It's like Batman stuff. Batman's a fascist. I just want to rap. And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our review for DC's Blue Beetle. Before we get started with the review, I am joined by a guest from the Cinemini World team, Annie 3C Films uh, channel on YouTube. We have Chris. Chris, hello, my friend. Thank you for having me on, Dwayne. I appreciate being here. And uh, I'm excited to be talking Blue Beetle. Just like this group of reviewers, we might have been the only ones that went to go see it. Yes, I know. I know. It's like... It's lonely here. <laughs> this It really is, man. It's it's uh, it's tough. Because with these... these uh. I had a conversation earlier with Hannah just about DC and just the state of it right now. Yeah. And um, the DCEU right now is just like, this is a movie that I feel like if it would have, if it would have came out like five years ago, we would have had like a packed theater. Definitely. Yeah. Like, you know, everyone is of Hispanic descent and there's t-shirts and there's <laughs> like the bag uh, you know that they had at AMC. Yeah. That IMAX theater on Thursday Friday was just so bleak and I'm like 
it's so oh, sad. Yeah, it's sad because like it's 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 a, it's a pretty good movie. Like I have. Yeah. I have like a little bit of like stuff about it um, that like, like I don't even say issues, but like nitpicks, but overall I thought it was good. So, I mean, hopefully, hopefully more people can just, you know, listen to these reviews and go check it out. Cause it's, yeah, I'm curious what the drop will be next week. If the the math will get around and whatnot. Cause I agree. I I enjoyed the movie Uh, for listeners. I, I, Mexican. I grew up in a Mexican household, and there was a mm-hmm. lot of things in this movie that like just spoke to my childhood, to the way uh, I I was raised. From like phrases the family would say, things they the music, things they'd watch yeah. TV, like all of that was really represented in a way that I was like, wow. Like I don't know if it's weird to say, but I was like, I guess it's how people felt watching Black Panther or something. I don't know. <laughs> it is. It is. It's exactly. That's why I was like Never out. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's why. Like at at the at the at at my screening on Thursday, Friday. I keep saying Thursday for some reason because I usually go to these on Thursdays, mm-hmm. but I went Friday for this one. Uh, but yeah, that's why I because like literally a movie like this, um, just you know, like it just reminded me of like you know when the Black Panther was coming out, and that was like a huge thing for the community. And like everybody in my neighborhood, like at the time when I was living in the hood, all saw it. It wasn't like you know, because usually, you know, you you ever have like old friends and they're extremely masculine. It's like, oh, you still watch that movie? You still watch the movie? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you. When you t- like when you tell them, oh, I'm gonna go see whatever this weekend. Oh, you still into those and stuff? But no, they were all all of them was like in Black Panther, you know. Yeah. Well, even like no MCU movie ever, they they were in Black Panther, which I think why it was so crazy when it came out. So, yeah, I totally understand. Totally understand. Even like something like you know Spider Verse too, like that. Just stuff like this when we get like heroes of color, it, like it means a lot. So yeah, a uh, little bummed by the outcome for Blue Beetle this weekend because I don't think it's, and I don't even think it's Blue Beetle's fault. I don't. I, I think wonder, it's just. I think do you it's think just how much universe. of it is like that? It's a DC movie. Like, do you I think, think it's, audiences think are it's smart enough that. now to know? You think that is? I don't think they like this DCEU, dude. I just think it. <laughs> I think yeah. they because I know everyone's argument. It's like, but it's Batman and it's Joker. But like, that's like the only. That's like all we have right now, as far as like. But look at how those movies did. Yeah. And I think I anything to, with yeah. that brand on it, like DC and uh, in the trailer, like, I mean, we just listened to it. Like when they're talking about characters, it's like it doesn't get anybody to move as far as ca- casuals. I think I think the casuals like are done. Yeah. Like five years ago or like even just before the flash came out, I used to really think it's like, well, people aren't in the know like us chronically online right, the difference right. between Marvel DC or what behind the scenes are going on with the projects. Like I honestly thought the flash was going to do numbers because I was I like, thought, well, like yeah. <laughs> people don't know all the Ezra Miller nonsense drama and all that. It's the flash. This is like an iconic superhero, even though yep. he hasn't had a big movie, people know him. And, that movie flat out flopped and i'm just like, like it just guess- it, it it just finished its run too like at two 260 that is oh my god yeah. that and is like in a world where crazy. aquaman made a billion i'm like i guess audiences are more knowledgeable and knowing you know like well yeah. one it's a dc movie the behind the scenes yeah. drama ezra miller universe is getting rebooted i feel like information is getting to the public now more than it used to 
yeah back when yeah. you know because like if you said this if blue beetle came out maybe seven five years ago it probably would have seen decent numbers just for being a comic book movie yeah i think 2017 i think if like say you drop blue beetle right now 2018 2017 i think it opens to like 80 something million dollars like yeah. i'm not like i don't think i'm not gonna go crazy be like 150 like nothing crazy like that but like i'll go like 80 million dollars especially if you run if, if they like say they even in like 2019 say they rode the wave of like a black panther person of color superhero and yeah. you kind of get into that but now this is the superhero for latin audiences yeah, I think like solid eighty, and like you know DC because audience then they didn't give up yet. They didn't give up yet. I think they started giving up in like twenty nineteen is when they started really giving up. We saw those numbers for Shazam. Then after Shazam, it was like a long break, right? And then it was like yeah. Birds of Prey, and that's not yeah, what they want. Like, listen, not. I love Birds of Prey. Me too, but it, you, you agree? That's Marketing not what they want right now. Terrible yeah. move to get your people into the universe yeah so and then you went from birds of prey to like well then we were like in shambles when we like, <laughs> we, we just yeah, we got that suicide hit, all this stuff yeah it was yeah, the, like, yeah it was suicides well wonder woman 1984 was just a bad movie it took that even though that i'm not blaming any box office on that because that came out still yeah. pandemic but like, but I was like winning before we we were in the like vaccine area, even close to that. It was like December of 2020, which was like still awful. So, but like the movie was bad. So you had that. Then you like rebound with uh, James Gunn to the one one of those terribly, like I think I love the movie, but I think it's one of the most terrible studio again like i get like, it like you have james gunn who's capable of making a great movie and it's like people still doubt that but like i felt like when they hired him after he got fired they should have strong armed him into a, a mainstream hero a big person like i know yeah. he probably my guess is that he the he they asked him what you wanted to do and you know james gunn is gonna go obscure and i he probably said i want to do suicide squad but like my version of suicide squad but like nobody in there was like smart enough to be like James. Uh, I don't can really we think. get the Green Lantern? Or <laughs> can Flash we get or like Superman out of you? Yeah, can we get you to do like Flash or something <laughs> or like something? You know, something. Can we get right. you? Yeah, I don't know, Green Lantern, like you said, or like how about a Superman? Oh, and James <laughs> is like, no, I, I want to do my, my Suicide Squad. <laughs> so then you just had that. You had the confusion of reboot, not a reboot. Harley Quinn's here, but she's not really talking about any events from anything. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the Joker it's doesn't exist anymore, but he kind of exists. And then it's like, is it a reboot? Is Will Smith still here, but he's around? <laughs> but we're gonna go get what was the fucking what was Idris Elba's character's name? Whatever. I'm like we're gonna go <laughs> yeah. get like I don't know. He was called something. I forget his name. But we're gonna go get him, and then we're gonna do a Peacemaker show, and then we're gonna like. Then we're gonna it's black Adam and now the rock is like the DC <laughs> executive. It's just a it's been a mess for like three mess. years, dude. And that's like, why like so finally tying it back to Blue Beetle <laughs> we're waiting for it. <laughs> um like it's so funny because again, I'm not gonna get into spoilers here, but the movie yeah. in terms of its references to the larger world to other heroes, it literally works in such a way where it's like, yeah, it could be connected to the previous world. 
or he could easily transition into whatever James Gunn is planning with his soft reboot because the the references are so vague that it's not like, oh, that was definitely a Man of Steel reference or, oh, that was definitely an Ezra Miller Flash reference. Like, that's just, yeah. you know, like there were yeah. just such vague references to the general heroes. And the movie stays very self-contained, which I, I like that, you know, uh-huh. it's not really much of a lead up or setting up something grander. It's just yeah, kind of yeah. like a throwback to old origin comic book movies, which I always have a guilty pleasure for, you know, like Spider Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, the first yep, Captain America. Yep. And like, I like those kind of in the incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. I like those origin story type movies. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree too. And it's like, so for so long, it's just, there's just, just been this looming cloud of like the Snyder verse mm-hmm. and like, it's just been a disaster, dude. We can't show Superman's face. Superman <laughs> in the flash is like off Faces in the cameos, ether. Yeah. Like the video, he's like blurred out. And then Batman's logo is here, but Batman's kind of around. <laughs> so it's like when they talk about them, it's just like, dude, just stop. Just don't even talk about them anymore. You're not showing yeah. them. You're not. You know what I mean? Like, like M- say what you want about MCU like sometimes when those characters talk about something, it actually meant something because we just saw the character like a movie yeah. ago. You know what I mean? Like if, I like I don't know if if Captain America in like Winter Soldier is like discussing what happened with like I don't know in New York. It's like oh yeah, they're talking about Avengers. You know, or remember how cool it was like when before like you know everything went went hit the fan. When the Netflix shows were like, they were like the incidents or whatever, you know, it meant something because we had just seen that. So when you fast forward to like 2023, if the flash is like, oh, Clark is like somewhere like I haven't seen Clark in like 10 years. So it's like, it doesn't mean anything to me. Like I haven't seen Superman in in when, when do we 2016 in like canonically, like. So it's a disaster, and I'm glad Blue Beetle's staying around. Though going back to Blue Beetle, this turned into like a DCE like, <laughs> discussion. Know, but going over to Blue Beetle, like I'm happy that the character is in this new universe. But um, part of me feels like they did a, they should have shot some reshoots, and I kind of would have released this. I know it's not ideal, and you spent money on it, but I kind of would have just held on to this movie until like after superman legacy Legacy or something comes out that's what it would just mean something it's like when he's talking about characters and batman like it doesn't mean anything because we're in a dead universe right now so james gunn had that stupid quote that i hate to this day where he's like blue beetle's the first character but the first movie is superman legacy so if it was me i know it's like you don't want to you've already spent the money and you want to release it and get your stuff back but I would have just held on to this for like when is Superman Legacy coming out? Twenty twenty five. Yeah, I would have had this if Superman Legacy is coming out in like May twenty five. I would have had this in like I don't know October of like twenty five and just keep it. And then this is the new DCU like character. This is another new DCU character where you don't have any ties of the old universe. It just feels weird, you know. Yeah. And Aquaman's gonna feel weird. It's just everything's weird. <laughs> so let's get into the actual film we're talking about <laughs> blue beetle everyone uh from dc of course um this is the i this is the bio per imdb 
an alien scarab chooses college graduate Jaime Reyes to be its symbiotic host, bestowing the teenager with a suit of armor that's capable of extraordinary and unpredictable powers, forever changing his destiny as he becomes the superhero known as Blue Beetle. It was directed by Angel Manuel Soto and, of course, stars, uh, stars uh, Zolo Maraduena. And yeah, so what did you think of the movie? We we talked about it a little bit, but actual thoughts now. What did you think of Blue Beetle? Well, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Putting even aside my bias and how it connected, you know, to like my upbringing, I I still found it to be a charming movie. It definitely has its flaws and it suffers a lot from been there, done that syndrome because we live in an age now where we've literally gotten hundreds of comic book movies that they're just starting to overlap. There's things you can point in here that remind you of Iron Man or things that remind you of the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man or like the family dynamic with Shazam. And, and that's definitely going to make some people like turn away or be like, oh, they're just copying others. But I, I just think it's more of a commentary if we've gotten to that point with comic book movies because even the comics themselves overlap all the time with other heroes and and take uh, familiar tropes over and over. Uh, so even putting this up, I feel like there was an, enough uniqueness in the movie. The performances were great. I like Solo Maridueña as Blue Beetle. I thought he was very charming. This is big, you know, movie star debut because we mainly know him from Cobra Kai. And I loved him in Cobra Kai. George Lopez had me laughing. The Reyes family, I thought, was such a good heart of the movie. And even when it came to, like, the emotional stuff in the film, I really connected with it. It had me teary-eyed. Um the fight scenes also i dug the fight scenes the hand-to-hand choreography that they they threw in there thought there was also a good mix of like the visual effects with the with the practical suit uh so yeah the, the, other than that the weakness would also be like the villain the uh, susan sarandon and car packs i just thought they were pretty one note like as average as you can get which doesn't help elevate the film but i felt like there was enough in here to make it feel above average and not as generic as maybe other superhero films that we've gotten yeah i would agree as far as like the villain issue but uh as a whole i think i really like i really really enjoyed the movie um watching it i was having a lot of fun especially in the second half of the movie Uh, that's where you really get into the the first act is a little bit of like oh am i gonna like this or not yeah so that was so that was my, my thing i was watching it and the problem right now when it comes to good DCEU movies or even just I was I would say DCEU is that immediately they must be compared to the Dark Knight. <laughs> so, I saw this, you know, a lot of my peers including like yourself, you guys were able to see it a little bit early. Like I saw this Friday. So, I'm going off of some first reactions and stuff and they're all like really extra. Some of them are like really mm-hmm. like one of the greatest again we're doing this greatest superhero <laughs> origin ever and so like and i think it's really good so i'm watching it and i'm like damn this Where is like the good this, kick in <laughs> yeah this is the dark knight i'm talking about i i thought i thought the first i will say it, i thought the first like uh, let me go like 45 minutes was a little flat like a lot of the jokes weren't oh, landing uh, especially before George Lopez gets in it because he's like <laughs> one, like one of the stars of the movie like his yeah. his comedic timing is just so great some of the comedic timing with the family just was a little off for me but when you get into the high gear even when he gets to starts getting the suit and you start getting the companion as far as like the voice which is played by Becky G did you know this 
the 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 voice. Oh, was it? Yeah, the companion oh, voice. Okay, okay. I did not know that was uh, Becky G. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, I thought that was that was all uh, really good and stuff. So yeah, immediately when he gets attached to the scarab, it just takes off. I feel yeah, it, it does take better yeah. and yeah. intriguing. And it's as sluggish as that first hour, uh, forty-five minutes was. That I agree. It did at least help connect with the characters because there's like a nice sentimental moment with like the dad in front of the lawn, mm-hmm. you know, about like, you know, purpose, finding yourselves. And yeah, like, I felt like there was even some re- relatability in there graduating from college and still not being able to like do what you thought you were going to do. Like you do this thing everyone tells you to. And then it's like, well, now uh, I can't even help my family and stuck in a, a dead end job. Like, I don't know. I felt like as sluggish as it was, it, it was good development for- uh, that later paid off in making you care about the characters. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, the family dynamic had to work, you know, for the movie to work, and I think it does. Really, I think it does. Um, yeah, it just it it it, it gave me. Yeah, I was comparing this as well on the show that I did, you know, Cinema Live. I was saying that it really gave me Spider Man vibes, just oh, like yeah. as far as. As far as the character, the family dynamic, everything that kind of happens in the movie, it, it, gives, it just gave me that vibe. So I was very much into the origin Same. of Blue Beetle here. And like the tone when he gets the suit and he's like trying out all the powers like, and stuff so like fun. that. Yeah. I love that. Like even in the first Shazam movie when, you know, Billy gets his powers and he's doing the test run and seeing everything he can do. Like, I don't know. That's just... That's just something I think it'll always be fun in a comic book movie, but I understand it's like maybe that trope is played out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that stuff I thought was I thought worked really well. So I did want to I did uh, before we get into like because I think we are gonna do a little bit of spoilers, people, towards the end of the uh, review since this is a late review, and I'm sure people who want to see it have seen it if you're listening. So. Spoilers later on, not now, but I'll, I'll warn you later. <laughs> but uh, so one of my main, uh, so I don't even want to say issues, but I, okay, so as going into performances real quick, I thought George Lopez was like the star of the movie. I just thought him as the uncle was just really, really good. I thought just what they had him do was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I thought I thought he was, I thought he was really, really good. Uh, the grandmother. Also, I can't find it. Oh, Nana Raya's right here. <laughs> Adriana Barraza. I thought I thought was also really clever, really good. The way they, the way they, you know, incorporated her. Uh, the villains. Yes, the villains were just not it for me. Actually, towards the end, the like the robot dude did that not give you like Heart whiplash pack, yeah. vibes. Like, uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> like yeah. from Iron Man 2. Oh, yeah, he did have the whip. <laughs> he had a whip. Yeah, it was just really on the. Yeah. It was really. I just did not like the villain. And I didn't even like the suit yeah, that he ends up in. Just very bulky, very like too, too, like too much for me. So, uh, but, I, but what I was thinking throughout the movie was that it's weird. It's like Zolo, I think. For the most part, is good, mm-hmm. but there it's just certain lines and stuff. I just did not buy it. So, like, I didn't. I don't think I enjoyed his Hami Ray- Reyes that much. I thought I thought it was okay. okay, 
but I, I really enjoyed his Blue Beetle, if that makes sense. Like when he was in the suit, I really enjoyed like his quirkiness, his his like you know heroes like that. They're gonna quip, and I thought the quipping was good. Um, you know stuff like that. The serious moments where they where he has to be like a a serious blue uh, Blue Beetle was good. The Jaime Raya stuff, especially toward in the beginning, for me was like a little off, but. <laughs> It was like a progressive. He got better throughout the movie. I would say, because like by the end, I was like, I get. I was like, okay, you know, Jaime Reyes, I get it, I got it, and stuff. So by the end, I enjoyed his 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 performance in the last in the last like maybe like hour and a half. But the first couple of like when he's just a normal human being, I was like, oh, I don't know too much. <laughs> but that was like one. That was probably like my one glaring kind of issue and then the villains yeah the villains just was not this one was not it and they do a thing at the end where they try to get you to care about a villain and i was like this does not work for me at all <laughs> i get that <laughs> so it was something uh, a little different i I, yeah. I give them points for that like every time they fell into the too familiar territory they threw in their own like uniqueness add-on and it was definitely that with the villain towards the end where, and i was just like okay that's that's interesting <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, yeah, but o- overall, I like one thing that uh, that I really enjoyed was like just the straight up action. The fight choreography was good. Oh, yeah. The switching of the weapons was, was good. Like uh, every so time cool. he like gets into like Blue Beetle fight mode, I thought it was really cool and got me all amped up. Like that part that they show in the first trailer of forming the night, the like the the, the long sword. I was just ready for it to come because I knew it was like. I figured it was gonna be like the last thing he like makes is the long sword and stuff. So like that stuff was like just really good. That stuff was like really really good to me, you know. Uh, yeah. Like again, like all the Blue Beetle stuff really really worked for me. All of it. Like you know, there's like a little dream sequence too that I really enjoyed here too. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I liked yeah. all of that. All the Blue Beetle stuff. Like the idea that. Uh, him and the scarab had to get connected to be like powerful and stuff. I thought was really good. I thought that was all really, really solid too. What did you think about the love interest? Uh, I I felt like they worked that well at the very beginning of it. I was like, oh, are they gonna try to just make them? Like, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't buying that she'd uh, be into him all that much. If anything, I felt yeah. like she was a little older than him. I don't know why. Maybe it was just the height difference to to me uh, into it. But I felt like they get a really good moment. Uh, later on in the movie where they're like sitting down and she says her backstory to him and all that. And I, like the actress is good in that moment. And yeah. I, I was actually starting to buy into it by the end and all that. And I, I, I felt like they did a good enough job towards the end, but early on it was Rocky for me. Yeah. 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 Too. So yeah. Cause I'm not really familiar with blue beetle all too much. He's probably like, I was at the comic book store the other day and I did find one. Mm-hmm. A Blue Beetle comic, but it was like the, it was like volume three, and I hate oh, like yeah. starting. I feel like you know. I know <laughs> I, I know more that more than enough. When we get to spoilers, I could like dive into some things that I saw that I thought were really interesting. Yeah, too, because um, now like, I wanna now I wanna know now I wanna like try to find some issues and stuff to yeah. like you know read a Blue oh, Beetle. Yeah, like, like I know uh, I like I it's one of those heroes that I knew of but never like read. No, I get you. Yeah. You know like uh like like for instance I know of Ghost Rider but I've never picked up a Ghost Rider. Oh, comic. okay, yeah. I'll be I agree yeah. with you on that. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> yeah, like you know what I mean? It's like certain characters 
Um, you know, because like behind me, I have my collection. It's just like my main, my main heroes. I mean, you know, the Spider Mans, the Black Panthers, the Caps, Hulk. You know, Batman, of yeah. course, Harley Quinn, all those and stuff. But I don't have any Blue Beetle yet. But I did buy this new comic that has was oddly enough that has Ted Cord in it oh. as like the Blue. That's who I want to read more of. So I know a lot about Jaime and his story. Cord is like this movie made me really want to get more into Cord because I felt like. Like he's such a big shadow in the movie. I was not expecting Cord yeah. to like loom that large over the film. They really make it clear to you that Jaime is not like the first. There's been others. And... Yeah, it's a very Ant Man kind of vibe. As oh, far as right. like yep. this isn't the Ant Man. It's like it, it, you know it was somebody else. Now he has the mantle of Ant Man, which I, I kind of like, like those stories. I kind of like those. Yeah, and I felt like that really helped with the world building to me i felt like that this movie did a better job of like expanding out the superhero world existing more than some other dc movies yeah, like there's a see, scene that's in particular why I feel like yeah. if it came out in like 10 years ago i just would have feel like it would have made made like more bet more headways as far as like performance but go ahead agreed but what was what was you said there was a specific moment? Yeah, there was a, yeah like George Lopez in there like just has like just a couple of sentences and like just those sentences explaining you know uh, a Blue Beetle and, and like other heroes around the DC universe. I was like that's that's perfect. That's all you need. You don't need a Batman toy in a grocery store. In a, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like yeah, yeah. No, I actually I absolutely agree because. It's like he's explaining. He's like, "Oh man, you don't know about you know what I mean? Like you yeah. don't know about Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle is yada yada." I actually really like that too, you know. So yeah, so I I agree. I wanted to come out. I wanted to come out and like learn a little bit more about Jaime. Uh, not just Jaime. I'm sorry, but like I wanted to Ted know Cord, yeah. about Ted Cord too. So I got this comic uh, from the thrift shop uh, yesterday, and it's called Heroes. I forget the name heroes rising or something like that or something like that and it's like a dc comic and when you open up the first page literally is ted cord in the blue beetle <laughs> blue beetle outfit cool. on the couch i said oh my god i just that's cool you know so uh yeah i wanna yeah i wanna like i i want to learn more about that character because like you know i like the fact that he has like a classic blue beetle looking suit too yeah. you know and uh yeah so now i feel like we should Get into spoilers. Get it, you know. <laughs> speaking of that, so yeah. any final thoughts on Blue Beetle? I just, I think it definitely deserves a chance. I, I feel yeah. like it's worth a watch in here. Who knows how or what from here will be incorporated into the future? I mean, like you said, James Gunn has promised that he, Jaime St- oh, Solo Stain as Blue Beetle, but I'm like, you know, does that mean in, in a sequel movie or he's going to start making cameo supporting role appearances in like whatever? Elsie's got going on. I think it's still worth a fun watch. Wasn't there like, was there not a, uh, was there not like a rumor of him being in a Superman Legacy? Uh, Blue Beetle, no, I don't, I don't think so. Okay, not that I saw. Yeah, I would, I would, I would have liked that. You know, I <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, those, 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 these rumors are getting nuts. So I probably saw it somewhere. <laughs> I've been watching like your live streams, like the oh, clips and you. stuff, and like I saw that one about Lex Luthor. Oh, the Johnny Sins. Uh, I was that just is like, insane. I can't what? believe people believe that. <laughs> I was just like, what the hell is happening to this like fan base? Like, yeah, 
yeah i don't know but uh okay let's get into some final some uh some spoiler thoughts for blue beetle if you haven't seen it uh watch it it's it's pretty good and i think you'll have a good time and support the movie too uh it's like dude i i get i get i get so what's the word i get so torn when it comes to telling people to go see a a warner brothers dc movie with the way they did batgirl (laughs) right you know i'm just yeah, like i'm just like always like go support blue beetle but i'm always but i'm also like oh they kind of deserve it with the holly the black or anyway so i just kind of <laughs> like i don't i'm very torn all the time but i still would say it's a um you know latin latin actors latin director go 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 check it out and it's pretty good so to check it out if you can if you have the time it's about two hours i do think actually that's another nitpick i think they could have shaved off like 10 minutes but, it uh, did start to drag a little bit. I do agree. Yeah, a little bit. Especially yeah. too towards the end, like Blue Beetle, he's like forty-five motivation like speeches. I got yeah, it. That, like, that, <laughs> that gets annoying to me after a bit. I love. Yeah, Barbie, and I felt like they did that too. So many speeches. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, he needs like forty-five. Go kick their ass, and I'm like, yeah. And then he like someone else is like, go do it, and I'm like, yeah. And then someone else is like, you got it, and I'm like all right go do it already <laughs> golly so uh yeah that's another thing but let's get into spoilers if you haven't seen it uh spoilers in three two one so uh i mean what is there really to to spoil okay well ted, Cor- ted cord being alive at the yeah, end it was like a little post credit that was cool alive. and I, that got me hype because again like i knew little of ted cord i knew of his existence and that he didn't have the scarab attached to him and he was more of yeah. like a scientist using the scarab as like making all his devices and i felt like because the movie had his shadow so large and he was like such a big presence in the movie uh i actually was hyped at that post credits i was like oh man i kind of want to see him come in and what he would think of Jaime having the suit now. And now that yeah. he's like, has this relationship with his daughter and because they also built him up to be kind of like a scumbag, well, not a scumbag dad, but just an absent father that, yeah, you yeah. know, drenched himself in work and all that stuff. Um, the It's other- crazy. Cause this was the first like DCEU post credit scene in a long time. And I was like, Ooh, like I, that's an exciting post credit scene. It has nothing to do with like the stupid, there's no floating, superman body you know it's just like it's a yeah it has to it had to do with the movie speaking of post credit scene what happened to that fucking worm from shazam but anyway uh yeah i thought i agree i thought that the the post credit scene actually got me more excited for the future of blue Blue beetle but go ahead and yeah because you know james gunn right now if you're following all the news he's like it's been apparent that he's been deleting or removing scenes from the pre from the movies he didn't you know make or approve of before he got in because like Flash was supposed to end with some different kind of post credit scenes that teased an alternate future back when yeah. they thought they were going to have Michael Keaton be the main Batman and they were going to have Batgirl transition into that where he would be training young Batgirl. And that's one of the reasons they, they wrote off that movie for tax purposes because now it doesn't make sense anymore because the movie ends with George Clooney instead. So basically like there being a post credit scene here to something is at least James Gunn telling us that he's like has an idea of what to do with Ted Corder, maybe has a plan. And it, again, if you follow at all or know a little bit about Blue Beetle and Ted Cord in the comics, he teams up a lot with a uh, with Booster Gold, and that is a right, project right. that is coming to to Max to their HBO series or whatever. I guess their streaming service, and I feel like that would be the place then to continue off where that post credit scene left off is introduce him there and show maybe why he disappeared or like what's going on 
something like that, I feel would be great. And you could even have Jaime maybe show up in the show. I'm not sure. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah, I, 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 it, it seems like the future for Blue, the character. And I, I mean, I agree. After the movie, I was definitely someone like, oh, I want to see more of Blue Beetle. Um, you know, I want to see more of the character. It's very rare for DCEU to give you like, yeah, I want to see more of the character because with the flash like i was like man you can keep all these people in here bro except for supergirl you you can keep everybody except for supergirl because what i do hate about you know the james gunn where he says you know it's like oh he'll be the first character in the dcu but the first movie would be superman legacy there are things in here from like the very beginning that like could be little plants to to something larger because again since i did all my research on jaime before seeing the movie if if I don't know if you plan to see it again, but whenever you do, uh-huh. Dwayne, in the opening of the movie, the very the, the, the title card sequence after they discover the scarab, Susan Sarandon's like, I found it. It transitions into like um, the scarab in space, right? Coming to Earth. I did and, see that. Yep, yep, yep. And in that sequence, there's other color beetles uh, also traveling. And that also plays a part into the comics because there's other color beetles, kind of like Green Lantern, where there's other colored rings. I didn't even there. catch that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Even catch the next that. time you see it, there's there's a yellow scarab, there's a green scarab, and at one point, which again, is such minuscule details, but mm-hmm. I, you, you'll notice it now that I'm telling you, in that opening, the beetle clashes with the green one, and it like electrocutes and and malfunctions a little bit, and that's because in the comics, it's explained that the beetle comes from an alien race known as the Reach, and they like their purpose is like they send out these scarabs to different planets. So that when they're ready to go to that planet and take over them, they activate the beetle and it's like a weapon of mass destruction and it prepares the planet for their arrival. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> in Young Justice, <laughs> the show or in the comics, it's usually explained that Jaime's beetle malfunctioned or that like it had uh-huh. some sort of error when it landed. And so it never goes evil on Jaime, it never like takes it to that point And he becomes, you know, like a, a good member. And I feel like that's something they they could explore even recently. That's a great. That would be a great story, like a great. Even like you see, this if this universe was not in so much fucking shambles, like even that that sounds. Does that not sound that like sounds a? Exciting to me. <laughs> yeah, like a. But does not not sound like a Justice League movie kind of like, yeah, but like I'm revolving Blue maybe- Beetle. Cause like oh, I'm trying to figure out what's I like I hate to get my hopes up, you know, because like Gunn is planning something. He's leading up to something because I know like in the in the Green Lantern show, he he when he like uh, broke down like what's going to be happening. He said that show is going to be about, you know, um, John Stewart and Hal Jordan investigating something in the cosmos. And he's and then he specifically said, like, it, it, it's like uh, they discover something foul about the universe. And I'm like. Could that be the reach? They discover their plan and all this stuff. And that's how they keep Jaime invested and whatnot. Like, I don't know. Like, it's like you have the puzzle pieces there, but I, oh, I don't know how much yeah. want to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> and yeah, it's just, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but like, again, because yeah. like for all we know, what I, what I think is going to have happen because this movie unfortunately is going to flop it's just like i have uh-huh. to accept it even as a fan of it gun is just going to take the character solely and then redcon whatever doesn't fit into his world right like kind of like what charlie cox is going to go through into the mcu it's like yeah he's yeah. the same guy from the netflix stuff but anything that contradicts that kevin feige wants to do we're just going to pretend it's a slightly different version does that make sense 
Yeah, it's just like, yeah, you told me that story, and I'm like, damn, that would have been like a, not even like a Justice League movie, just like, I don't know, like a, you know, like a Civil War, like not everybody, but like a few of them. Yeah, because like I mean, that Superman stuff, they'll see, because again, it happens in the comics and in the, um, in, in Young Justice is like Jaime is then seen as a threat because it's like, well, you're literally. You're yeah, a weapon. yeah. How do we know you're not going to turn any second? Because we see in the movie, the thing takes over his body to do martial arts and all this other stuff sometimes. So like that could also play into it because Superman would obviously be like, well, we can't hurt this kid. He's just a kid. We can't do anything. And yeah, there might yeah. be other heroes that see that differently. I don't know. Like like they literally have the building blocks for it. But I'm I'm still going to give Gunn a chance, man. I want to see what he's cooking. <laughs> I mean, I do too. I just wish he just like he needs stop. to get offline. On, on no he offense. needs to get I offline, bro. You don't have to <laughs> respond. Like Chris, okay, you have it's, you it's have good for me because every time he responds, I got like you got like content, content I right? I, I got yeah. like I got you right. But you listen, you have done really well on YouTube. I remember the days oh, you. where you had like like thirty thousand. You know, subs and like, remember when you used to film on a couch? I remember them days, bro. I remember them days. <laughs> I remember skinny. them days. So now you got this dope ass, you know, you got a new life. You got a dope ass room. You got a, you got a wife, right? Like, you know, yeah. you got all this stuff going on for you. Now, I like, I don't ever see you just respond to every geek in your like mentions. Like who gives a shit about Adam Adam hates the world five seven three six one. Like you don't have to respond to him, James. And like <laughs> he's trying to give off this thing where like oh I'm trying to be what's the word transparent. But screw him, screw these kids, man. They're like they're just water rile you up. Like obviously you're not casting a porn star. Yeah, like, you don't have to explain yourself. And it also makes when you respond that often. It makes when you don't respond louder. Like the whole Gal Gadot situation, everybody was waiting for some sort of tweet, a clarification about like, so is she getting a third movie? Is she still in the universe? She's right. staying or not? And dead silence. And I felt like his silence literally is louder than 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 actually saying something because it's like, well, he clearly sees it. We know he sees it. He's online. Right. And it's like now you got people thinking that you're like because of you because of you responding to every little thing, James, I heard, I heard that you casting your like your left leg to be in this movie. <laughs> Is this true? And he's like, uh, no, I had, I don't, I don't know. It's not true. I don't know where you heard that, James. They are trolling you, dude. Yeah, like they are. I mean, you, of course, you get the, you get, you get certain commenters who are legitimately like, just hey, James, what about this? But half the times, these are trolls. Why do you entertain them? I don't think I've ever seen anybody with like the following they have entertain so many geeks online. It's just it's a waste of your it's a waste of everyone's time because then it becomes news. If James like James Gunn like say okay he'll 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 answer a question and then I see like run I see like so many articles James Gunn reports that da 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 and I'm like this is if this will all be avoided. If you just don't say anything, you know, and it's like the whole thing with like casting your wife and whatnot, as far as in the movie, like, again, I, I said this before on a show, 
I don't care about you casting your wife, but just don't be on Twitter like I'm not. And then she's in Guardians <laughs> Three, and like you know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. It's, so I don't know. Like I love James. I love his movies, yeah. but damn, get off that damn X or Twitter. <laughs> get off of it, dude. Just get off of it. Uh, so yeah. Any other? Any like the big spoilers that you wanted to discuss? Like I um, definitely was not seeing his. Uh, I did not know. I, I'm not. I told you. I said I'm not familiar with Blue Beetle. I I did not know his father. I died. mean, yeah. That, oh well, that's another thing in the comics. At least the stuff I've read. His his parents don't actually like die. Um, his parents are both alive, and they're very harsh and disproving of his superhero life because he's like disappearing at, at moments at a time and stuff. That I knew. There, I know there's a new run right now where they focus more on like what I was telling you about the colored beetles. There's like a yellow and a green beetle that like he meets up with and is now like. Uh, teaming up with for some bigger threat and whatnot but uh, yeah so that was kind of like a little added thing i didn't mind it i i, I was just uh i feel like like you know, that's just a tragedy thing you kind of need added on at the end of the day most of his family still knows and that'll be a big thing of what sets him apart from other um superheroes you know like spider-man or things like that where they shouldn't you know you, you they keep your identity a secret and whatnot um as far as like other big spoilers go, is like uh, I'm I'm not sure. Like uh, I'm trying to think. I I still I just hope we we get to see more of him because like I said, yeah, I, don't I think agree. we're getting a Blue yeah. Beetle sequel. So no, no, I'm like, man. other than Booster Gold, like how much more do we see of him? Like do you, I would love a, him to be like the starting point of a Titans movie. I feel like that's something James yeah. Gunn probably wants to do. You know, he's introducing Damian Wayne in Brave and the Bold. So yeah, that means yeah. Nightwing's out there as Dick. And I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like that's the logical point. You know, these younger superheroes into a team. Yeah, I'm just hoping they don't become like the old regime and get too reactionary. And like because of That's the performance, be the problem. Of, yeah, because of the performance of Blue Beetle, oh, he's never gonna be seen again ever. Yeah, because like, I, I hope it's not one that of with those. Green Lantern. Like I get, we yeah. had one bad movie, one bad attempt, right? Doesn't <laughs> just gonna give up? Away Green Lantern forever. I still think Hal Jordan or the Green Lanterns themselves are such badass characters, and I, I and was it's like. <laughs> Right, and it's like what they what they were going to compromise with, like before they changed regimes, was like, okay, here's your TV show. We're not do, we're not ever doing a movie anymore. And I'm like, dude, if we I if you go about that logic, <laughs> yeah. that's just nuts. Like, I think even though I think Fantastic Four for Marvel is cursed right now, I do think like I'm glad that they're doing it because like just because you had a you had like three i and i mean i like the first i like the first one i like the first two second one mm-hmm. yeah said the uh silver surfer there's parts that i love but then there's parts like what the hell is why is galactus a cloud <laughs> you know you yeah know? it definitely has their folks but you like man you you ever i don't know when it's last time you watched silver surfer but that chase between johnny and silver surfer there are is times so dope. i look back at some older superhero movies and i'm like damn we didn't appreciate what was going on here and they all that look great they all yeah, hold up to this day that's crazy how like that's so i chalk it up to just a shortage of visual effects artists and time crunches because yeah. back yeah. then they had like what three big movies a year and so like yep. the 300 visual effects artists in hollywood had yep. plenty of time to perfect all that to now there's like only five guys per movie and it just looks not that great <laughs> it, it's okay yeah I I was I was talking about that with him. I was like, dude, I put on Amazing Spider-Man two on my oh, big screen. Oh, beautiful, bro! So I was like, well, how did we like Falls lose? So 
how right and i'm like i'm looking at amazing spider-man 2 and it's like vibrant there's colors there's like there's like you know there's visuals on screen like spider-man's like his his they they have not yet captured that's that swing in the opening not yet to me they have not captured that swing in the opening of amazing spider-man 2 the far from home end swing comes close but just like with it just has it doesn't have the same style like amazing spider-man 2's like his his swinging stuff it is so good as far as like the visual department. Both of the movies look great. Amazing Spider-Man one and two. And I'm watching yeah. that. And then I got like flash and like, you know, rubber flash is running everywhere. <laughs> and like, you know, fl- you know, the, f- the floated Ben Affleck head is like on a bike. And I'm just like, like Ant-Man and the Wasp. I'm looking at them. They're like, uh, you know, Scott Lang and Cassie are pretending to see stuff. They, they don't see yeah. anything. Because they're on the volume, and it's like fake. Transformers movie compared to the Bay (laughs) ones, like yeah, yeah. It's like it just looks yeah. That Transformers movie, like the end battle is like so gray, and then I'm looking at these clips of Ahsoka, and it's gray, and I'm like, damn, we just we're cooked right now. (laughs) (laughs) We're cooked right now. Hopefully, it gets better. Hopefully, it's crazy. It's crazy. But uh yeah, as far as Blue Beetle, everyone, I highly recommend it. Still I have a few few uh nitpicks with it, but I highly recommend it. Uh yeah, that is it for our review for Blue Beetle from DC. Everyone, uh go check it out when you can. If you can, let us know what you thought. And if it does revitalize the DCEU for you in some ways, uh, Chris, why don't you let everyone know where they can follow you? And thank you, thank you for joining me today. No, thank you for having me, Dwayne. You can find me at youtubecom films. I put my spoiler review up. I go more into the details and stuff I know about Jaime. If you're curious about that and Ted Cord, uh, but other than that, man, thank you for thank you for having me. Uh yeah, of course. It was very good to have you here. And everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinematic94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemedia World. And thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Chris. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.